Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome into this Quotable Monday. Today I'm going to quote a real genius. This person says some amazing things, and I think it was only fair that I feature him in this particular episode. And of course, the person I am featuring is me. (laughs) Now I'm featuring this quote because I was inspired by a coaching call that I had earlier today. One of the issues that came up is that, and this person knows who he is, and I'm sure he doesn't mind me featuring him because it's, you know, I'm not going to name him by name. I wouldn't do that. But this particular conundrum is something that a lot of people share. I used to do this myself. It is this idea that we don't want to put anybody out, that we don't want to have anyone excessively extend themselves over little old me. And so we are not open. Oh, I just found the mosquito has been biting my ankles. He's in my office. He's been biting my ankles. Uh, He just flew in front of my face and then flew off. I'm going to have to get him. You would think by now he'd be thoroughly satisfied because uh, I've had several bites around my ankles. Anyways, back to the task at hand. I've been there. You've been there more than likely. You've not wanted to put other people out. You actually avoid being indebted to somebody else. But then sometimes there's this little bit of resentment because other people aren't going out of their way for you. You almost have to ask them. Like, you don't want to ask them. Sometimes I really need my shoulders rubbed. I tend to carry my tension in my shoulders. And do you think I would ask my wife to rub my shoulders? Sometimes it's the very last thing on my mind. I figure, I'll work it out. I'll handle it. When she would be only too willing to rub my shoulders. For God's sake, she used to be a massage therapist. If right now you're wondering, what was the quote? I don't know if I remember hearing the quote. I haven't said it yet. I haven't said it yet. So here's the quote. Be selfish in your gratitude. Be selfish in your gratitude. What does that mean? What it means is that don't say thank you out of a courtesy to somebody else. Be selfish in your gratitude. Say I'm thankful. I appreciate that because you get the value. Of course, other people are acknowledged. Thank you for giving that to me. But the real winner in gratitude is you. When you're gracious with your gratitude, when you have a reason, find a reason to appreciate somebody else, thank you for going out of your way for me. I really appreciate it. In that appreciation, you get the value. You see, God does not give us gratitude for him, her, God is all that is. An all-powerful deity does not need our gratitude. We are gifted gratitude for our own selfish ends. You see, when we're in gratitude, we are open to receive. And we acknowledge the other person that they are doing something out of the goodness of their heart because it satisfies and nourishes them. For example, my client, when his mother-in-law would invite him and the family over, she would ask, what would you like to eat? He's like, 
No, don't worry about it. When we come over, we'll take you out to the restaurant. And she's like, no, I would really like to make you something to eat. No, 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 no. We'll, we'll take you to the restaurant. Don't worry about us. His rationale is that she's getting on in years and it's getting harder for her to get around. So he doesn't want to put her out. So when they come over, they'll just take her out to the restaurant. But her love language is cooking. Her love language is nourishing, taking care of her loved ones. And he's denying that of her. He's basically saying, you old hag, I'm not going to eat your food. And of course, that's not what he's saying outright. But isn't that how she's going to take it? But I also get it from his perspective is that he doesn't feel deserving of the attention. He doesn't feel deserving of the love. He doesn't feel deserving of being open to receive. Little old me, I can do it on my own. And you'll hear little kids do that. I can do it. Don't do it for me. I can do it. I really became aware of this for myself when a friend of mine bought a brand new Porsche. And I was like in total admiration. This is a beautiful car. I just love this. I've always wanted a Porsche. And he tossed me the car keys and said, do you want to take it for a drive? And I'm like, oh, no, thank you. No, I'm okay. I'm okay. And he's like, no, no, you can take it out for a spin. Take it for a ride. And I said, thanks, but no thanks. And I handed him back the keys. And then later I'm like, what the heck did you do? You handed him back the keys to that Porsche. You could have drove it. You could have broke 100 miles an hour just like that. What was that about? No, I'm okay. I'm okay. I don't need to do that. The heck I didn't. I should have taken it for a spin, put the pedal to the metal, and came back, handed him the keys, and said, thank you very much. I loved it. He got to show off his Porsche. I got to be in appreciation. It was an act of love and friendship from his point of view. What did I say? No, thank you. Find those opportunities to say, thank you. I really appreciate you. I appreciate what you're doing. Allow people to do things for you. When they compliment you, when they compliment you on your dress, when they compliment you on your hairstyle, when they compliment on how great a person you are, how much you add to their life. Oh, little old me. You say, why, thank you. I know. I know I contribute a lot. I know when I enter the room, it's like sunshine pouring in through the window. Thank you for noticing. See, when we say thank you, we need to be selfish in it. We're taught not to be selfish, not to take too much, not to hog it all for ourselves. But God put gratitude on this plant. The whole concept is available for us. So we understand and get the full value of being alive. I was in the grocery store this morning, and as I was leaving, I walked by a young man who worked there. He looked me straight in the eye and said, thank you for coming. And I knew it instantly when he said it. I got it. He meant it. He understood that me showing up, me making a purchase, me being satisfied in my purchase, paid his check. It put money in his pocket. When you have the ability to serve a customer, they are doing you a favor. Not only do you get the satisfaction of serving a customer, but you also get the satisfaction of knowing that their satisfaction ultimately is your satisfaction. I can't tell you how many times I've left a store or we even went into a store and you hear someone off in an aisle. They can't even see you. Hello, welcome. They just heard the door. They don't know who you are. They haven't acknowledged you, really. And then 
you might even leave without purchasing anything and they're serving somebody else and they yell out to you, thank you. You know, they've been programmed to say it. They're not really saying, thank you. I appreciate you. No, it's thank you. It, it, they could have been Charlie Brown's teacher. You know, it's you know, not really saying anything. You can't understand what's going on. They're not really imparting. They're not invested in the transaction. So I'm suggesting that you be selfish in your gratitude. I'm suggesting that before you express thanks to someone else, you take it in your being first. Fully appreciate it as in raise and increase the value of your acknowledgement. And you're doing it for yourself, first and foremost, so you get the grace and blessing completely in your bones. Once you're practiced at this, it takes a millisecond to do so. In the beginning, if you're not used to really effusing gratitude, then it will feel a little uncomfortable. But when you do it, let the outpouring of your joy shower on the person you thank. It doesn't have to be the force of Niagara Falls, but you have to feel it in your body until you feel the overflow. Anything less, you might as well not say anything at all, because frankly, it comes off as you just being polite. It's an empty platitude has no real meaning. They're not invested, or they you basically say you're not invested in them. But when you amp it up and feel it in your bones, that feeling of gratitude will transcend the verbal expression, just like that young man in the grocery store. And it registers right in the heart of the other person. I felt it. He looked me in the eye and said, thank you for coming. It wasn't the words. It was the emotion that was emoted when he looked at me and said it out loud. It was a declaration to the world. And I got it. When you send it, like I said earlier, it will have the force of the sun. For you and for them, there will be no denying it. Nothing will be lost in translation. When you don't take it into your bones, you rob yourself of fully knowing. You rob yourself in the knowing of just how loved you are, how rich and supported you are. And you rob yourself of the experience of the true level of joy available to you. Gratitude is there for you to experience joy. So my friend, be selfish in your gratitude. You can't give it until you own it. Joy is knowing you are blessed or living as if you are. Allow others to give you with no reserve, but know that it isn't that which is the real gift. The real gift is in your gratitude. Until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. Be inner directed as you engaged, as you engage, as you engage in the epic adventure. (laughs) 